when the award for least changes in the new phone goes to the Google Pixel 5a. You thought I was gonna say iPhone, weren't you? But I got you. Got you real good. What's going on, peeps? Um, so I'm back with another episode of this podcast of mine because I promise consistency, and that's what I'm doing. Um, yeah, I know it's been a while since we've been on this podcast, but yeah, finally back. Uh, thank you for listening. I know that I don't have the best of voices to listen to, but hey, if you're here, thank you. I appreciate it. If you're hearing me for the first time, um, welcome to my show. I mainly talk about tech on the show, but I'll tend to talk about any random shit I find interesting at that moment in time. But on today's episode, we're talking about Apple. Uh, all the products Apple announced at the Apple event. Yeah, I got some time to get hands-on with a few of them, so that's why I didn't... Yeah, and that's why uh, it took me some time to get this podcast done. So, because I wanted to get not uh, first impressions, but a full review of products that Apple did. So, yeah. So, here are my thoughts on all the Apple products. So, let's get the show on the road. Okay, so I thought about how I should structure the show and how I should talk about these, well, Apple products. And at first I thought about, let me just go through them as Apple announced them, but that would be uh, anti-climactic because we know how that would end. So let me go through all the products from least to most interesting for me. So I'll start off with the lack of AirPods this year. Or any type of headset from Apple. Well, most of us, and when I say most of us, I'm talking like audiophiles and sound enthusiasts. We're expecting Apple to release like a new iteration of AirPods because we were obviously expecting them to use, well, to release a product that uses uh that awesome high fidelity audio that Apple made and released, which is absolutely awesome by the way. If you haven't tried it, you should. But if you have title already, yeah, yeah, don't, 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 you're good, you're good. Title is good enough and you don't need Apple Music. But anyway, as I was saying, there are no Apple products with high fidelity codecs like LDAC on the Sony's or Abdex low latency or Abdex HD so none of the Apple audio products make use of this awesome sound experience that means iPhone users are still stuck having to utilize wireless connections to if they want to listen to uh, hi-fi audio and that sucks that sucks uh i guess apple thinks that uh the spatial audio that they are that they have on the airpods max and airpods pros is good enough as an alternative to harris audio but it doesn't even come close i've tried both and hi-fi audio just sounds it sounds beautiful 
and again if you haven't tried it go don't don't do that to yourself go ahead and try that it's it's the most it's the most incredible thing you ever bless your ears with no matter no matter what music you listen to it will improve your music experience go ahead and try it but what the fuck apple that sucks no airpods that's a bummer nah that sucks for real Okay, now the next thing from the bottom is the quote-unquote new Apple Watch, which isn't actually new. There's literally nothing new about the new Apple Watch. Okay, apart from the new screen and uh, it's more rugged and all that, but apart from that, man, I'm not even gonna entertain this. It, it has the same chip, same battery, fits the same straps, has the same features. It's, it's the exact same watch. Apple didn't make an effort to make a new Apple Watch this year. And, well, I don't care much about the Apple Watch, but for Apple enthusiasts, that must suck for real, because they probably were expecting a new watch to go with the new phone this year, but apple just did not give a fuck about the apple watch this year and that sucks (sighs) the only thing that actually changed on on the watch was uh, the screen which is like an inch wider and an umpteenth brighter it was like 100 more nits which is some things people don't care about so if you have the watch series 6 don't bother don't bother yourself with series 7 it's it's a useless upgrade you can't even convince me you can't even convince yourself that it's worth the money so apple watch that's why you could have just said you're not releasing apple watch but I guess money hogging cash is king and now for the most controversial part of the entire Apple event the changes or lack of to the new iPhone. Oh, I straight out the gate. Everybody noticed that the iPhone 13 looked the same as the iPhone 12 from last year. But we thought maybe the lack of changes on the outside, maybe they did something on the inside that's groundbreaking. But the more they explained, the more we realized that this was the same phone. Okay, the new iPhone 13 does have new cameras does have a bigger battery a new chip which is fundamentally faster but really it's the exact same phone from last year the differences are minuscule because 
they are they look like the exact same phone if you had the iphone 12 iphone 13 side by side use them you wouldn't notice much of a difference but this is where my thinking began if you know me you know that i'm not a very big apple fan but i'm a very 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 big fan of logic so here's my thought just just hear me out uh maybe apple didn't make the iphone 13 to be an upgrade from the iphone 12 maybe they made it so that apple enthusiasts with two three or even four generation old iphones to have more choices to upgrade to because apple's whole business as we know as we all know is to keep people in the ecosystem so this is one surefire way to make sure that they do have more options for upgrade and people will have more chances to buy in and stay in to the ecosystem no matter what you think one thing for certain If you have an iPhone 12 already, you don't need an iPhone 13. That will just be, that will just be a waste, honestly. Unless you want the new camera features, which are not, really not worth the upgrade. But that is one thing I would, I would maybe um, lean towards if you want if we're thinking of the upgrade but honestly you don't need that iphone 12 is still good enough for another year at least so iphone 13 not for iphone 12 users but it's still a viable upgrade for generation old iphone users or apple enthusiasts And now finally, the most exciting announcement for me was the introduction of the new iPads. Yes, of course, they didn't drop the flagship iPads, but they only dropped the iPad Pros last year with the M1 chip, which is by far and arguably the best tablet PC on the market right now. Because this thing is beastly. But the interest this year was more on the mid-range and entry-level iPads. Um, which they delivered beautifully at that. The entry-level iPad um, features a new chip. Uh, the A13 Bionic. A bigger battery. Uh, has the same Touch ID home button. I mean it's an entry-level iPad and it's still it's still well if you want your introduction to an iPad that's still the best way to get into it but my main interest was in is in 
the iPad mini. Everybody, including me, was expecting uh, Apple to just sweep it under the rug again for another year because they hadn't updated or refreshed the iPad mini in three generations, I think. There's two or three generations, I'm not really sure. But yeah, it's been a while since they refreshed the iPad. But thank you to the tech gods, Apple gave us a new iPad and it's freaking awesome. Ooh, it's beautiful. Mm. I had my chance to get my hands on it and I loved it. I freaking loved it. Oh, oh. The best way to describe it is it's last year's iPad Air just in a smaller form factor and with a faster chip. It has everything you'd expect and more. Uh, the new mini features it has uh, the new A15 Bionic chip which is which means it's faster than last year's iPad Air uh, USB-C charging as expected just waiting for the iPhone to get USB-C but anyway it has a touch ID sensor uh, Wi-Fi 6 it has 5G on the cellular version and the new camera system that shoots up to 4k at 60 frames per second i think uh it's one of a hell of a tiny machine i mean it's tiny it looks like uh you could hold it in one hand it feels and looks like an iphone pro max max like if the iphone pro max had a bigger uh one more step up yeah that's well, how the iPad mini feels uh, it feels more of a big phone than a mini tablet if that's what I would say uh, but one drawback is that um, it has a big fairly big display but has a smaller battery for a tablet so I might need a couple more charges if you plan to use it for extended periods of time but in terms of overall upgrade since the last iPad mini this was the biggest one Apple made this year this was the biggest improvement that they announced and I loved it I absolutely loved it this is the one product I love from this year's uh, Apple event yeah every year there's that one standout product that i just fall in love with um previously it used to be the airpods uh was the airpods pro last year well they last year or two years ago yeah but it was the airpods pro then and then it was shooting raw on the iphone pro max and now this year is the is the iPad mini. I'm probably gonna get one. I'm probably gonna get one. I love it so much, man. Oh, it's, it's, it's just beautiful. But the one disadvantage is that it has a smaller screen. So the iPad Air has one up on that. It costs about the same as an iPad Air. Like a few hundred off. Less than a hundred off. Uh, yeah so 
it's either the deciding on whether you want a bigger screen or a faster chip that's the where i'm at right now with my decision but i'm probably gonna get uh the ipad air because i feel as if the bigger screen is more of an advantage than the faster chip but but i had a chance to test up both the ipad air and the ipad mini and they're both they're, they're both pretty swell they they work pretty well uh the only difference is the screen you wouldn't notice much of a difference in the use because they are so similar yeah so the biggest screen the biggest screen is an advantage the bigger screen is more of an advantage than the faster chip one generation younger chip yeah this year's apple event wasn't really a wow factor there's uh they didn't announce much but the ipads were the highlights for me from the whole event yeah so i just hope i get to check the new iphones that's the only product i haven't really had a chance to test i want to test out these new cameras to see if they're worth the upgrade but i doubt i doubt they are But hey, it's Apple. And I I think we say that every year that hey it's Apple, but when are they gonna stop being Apple and actually make good shit? <sighs> but for now, that's been it for me. Those were my thoughts on the Apple products and yeah. On the next episode I was gonna chat about the new tech uh, innovations of the future and what is gonna come but my next episode is gonna come after the pixel event which is on the 19th of October so the future of tech episode will have to wait I'm gonna have I might have a guest on that one but only time will tell and only well whoever's willing to be here is gonna be here so yeah but thank you for listening um if you made it thus far damn uh man i appreciate you so much more but um send me a dm send me a message send verse notes if you want to be included in my episodes um hit me up to tell me what next i should talk about on my podcast yeah any feedback is appreciated man but a listen is appreciated more but now that's been it for me um hope you guys stay well but uh for now and always Stay informed, stay focused, and most importantly, stay interested. Peace.